0: Welcome to episode two of Current Conversations, a production of Gloucester's Community Engagement and Public Information Department. We're glad you're here. I'm Quentin, and this month we're going to be focusing on storm preparedness and building safety. Today we're joined by Brett Major, our Emergency Management Coordinator. Today he's going to be discussing with us uh, hurricane preparedness uh, and emergency preparedness. Brett, welcome! Thank you for joining us today. Um, can you tell us just a little bit about yourself?
1: Thanks, Gwinton. It's a pleasure to be with you today, and thank you for the opportunity to get information out to the community. Yeah. So my name is Brett Major. I am uh, the Emergency Management Coordinator for Gloucester County, Virginia. I've been in the position almost four years. Um, Prior to this, I served in the United States Coast Guard uh, for a little more than 20 years, doing all kinds of responses and activities from natural disasters, man-made disasters. Uh, Basically what that did and that experience in the Coast Guard really keyed me into emergency management as a profession I am from Richmond, Virginia. I did go to Virginia Tech. I'm a big Hokey fan. So i <laughs> plugging that in there.
2: There you but go. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I was serving um, a few years in this area, both at the training center and also what used to be Sector Hampton Roads, which is now Sector Virginia. Uh, conducting incident response so um an opportunity opened up here for gloucester county being the emergency management coordinator i was really excited about it kind of like the stars aligned for my dream job where i was living and it all <laughs> kind of so i rolled the dice i you know i was fortunate enough to get into this position where i'm at now well
0: we're we're grateful to have you brett and and um for those listening i've had an opportunity on uh several occasions to work closely with Brett and just so impressed with how, uh, you know, his calm demeanor uh, throughout situations that um, a lot of us may not be so calm uh, and just uh, hands-on approach to everything. We're, we're really, really grateful to have you on the county team. Thanks,
1: Brett. I appreciate that. Uh,
0: absolutely. Um, today, we just wanted to kind of hit on a few things on on what people can expect out of um, you know uh, this upcoming hurricane season what what can we do to best prepare ourselves Um, and what uh, what does the county offer as far as um, uh, preparedness help in the wake of um, such uh, storms or any type of natural disaster Um, so Brett, what what are they currently saying about uh, the 2021 season?
1: Well, um, I will say, just from a baseline um, perspective, the effective in 2021 for predicting what is the average hurricane season for the Atlantic, they've increased um, what the average is based on recent experience and real world events. For example, uh, the the previous average hurricane season was based on um, information data from 1981 through 2010. They've used that data to generate models and predictions for what to expect, or uh, again, a baseline from where to go based on weather patterns. Uh, I hear about El Nino and La Nina and different things that influence stuff, but that was the baseline. For 2021, they've they've changed that database to be from 1991 to 2020. Mm -hmm. And what that effect, what the end result is, instead of having 12 named storms per average hurricane season, now they are predicting 14 named storms for the average uh, hurricane season. Um, And again, instead of six hurricanes, they're saying seven and Mm -hmm. still maintaining three major hurricanes. Okay. those are the baseline predictions and, you know, there's tools and interactions and coordination locally, regionally and federally throughout the years. And especially here, we have a strong partnership with the National Weather Service yes. out of
0: Wakefield. So what would you encourage residents? So what, what would like be the top three things that you would encourage residents to do um, in order to prepare uh, for the upcoming
1: storm season? Sure. Well, number one is have a plan. All right. Mm -hmm. Know what you're going to do. That plan is everything from having resources with you, like emergency kits to be ready uh, to be without power and utilities, potentially for at least three days, things like non-perishable foods, can openers, first aid, medicine, um, and prescription information in case, you know, you're helping out loved ones or people are helping you out you got, you need to make sure you have, Typical things like flashlights, extra batteries, uh, toothbrushes, all those types of things that are um, th- to keep you going, but also prepare for your pets. Absolutely, have a plan for them as well. Mm-hmm. Um, also, that plan. Uh, you think about your loved ones, people that you care for. Think about your neighbors. The biggest mm-hmm. impact that people and residents can have is locally, within their community, and um, in their in, within their smaller parts of their community like their people down their street uh, neighbors looking out for each other and that's really that's key and that's part of having that plan absolutely uh, i also think knowing what to do understanding that there could be depending on where you live know if you are in a zone that is potentially inundated by floodwaters in the event of a hurricane are you in an evacuation zone
0: all of that information um is clearly depicted on a on a map on the emergency management website, correct? Yes. The link is there. The
1: know your zone campaign, you can easily use your search engine to type in know your zone Mm -hmm. for Virginia. And you can even type your address into that to know what type of evacuation zone if you are in one, what are you in? Great. And and then when a storm is threatening Mm -hmm. the area, um, When you hear the call for an evacuation, you know, and part of your plan is you know where to go. We will, in the event of a potential impact, open up shelters. But really, we really uh, promote having a separate plan ahead of time because the shelters can only handle so many people. In today's COVID environment, um, it's even more restrictive. So plan ahead. Know where you're going to go if you need to evacuate.
0: You know, your department uh, works around the clock. Throughout the year, planning for uh, you know the potential disaster of, of any kind that may come our way, and you know the county takes proactive steps in um, ensuring that the the citizens as a whole are, are protected as much as possible. And and one of those um, ways that that residents can be Um, protected is through the Code Red notification system, Uh, and that goes into effect not only just for uh, hurricane-related information, but also when we have other types of severe weather or other types of emergencies. Um, Can you tell us just a little bit about how that
1: system works? Sure. Code Red is one of many systems that are out there for emergency notifications Put our emergency management website and click the link if you're not signed up already. But yes, Mm -hmm. like you said, it'll alert you to all kinds of emergencies. Another way that that is used, that Code Red is used to also let you know from a general notification perspective, say maybe a street's going to be closed down because of a parade and it's going to affect your traffic. There's there's a lot of uses beyond just emergency management. You know, it will narrow down
0: to pretty much your address or your street. If you Uh, if you need to know that something's going on, uh, it won't impact, you know, the whole county necessarily. But if a severe thunderstorm or a tornado is headed directly in your portion of the the county, uh, the system will only call and alert you um, to that specific
1: narrowed down area. I think that's a good point, Quentin, because like you said, it is based on address. And if you're in the southern part of the county and there's a severe storm in the northern part of the county you're not going to get that notification most likely because it's not going to affect you but if it is something that is predicted and it's the system is directly um, linked to national weather service products and you know if it's coming in your neighborhood you're going to find out about it
0: and you can opt out of it at any time that's correct thanks again Brett we appreciate all that you do and thank you for keeping us safe well, thank
1: you and if there's ever, anybody has any questions whatsoever we love to get phone calls and and uh, engage in the community and the businesses and all the nonprofits. i mean we, we could we don't do this alone or a small office but we 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 rely heavily on our partnerships within the community and also our volunteers so if you'd like to help out in any way uh, be a CERT volunteer for example please contact our office
0: be sure to stay tuned because up next we're going to be talking about building safety with Paul Cole, our building inspector, and Bill Ritter with the building inspection office. Thank you both for being with us today. Mr. Cole, if you wouldn't mind starting out just uh, telling us a little bit about your background and, and your role here with the county.
2: Okay, uh, My background is construction. I've been with Lost the county um, 14 years on and off.
0: Well, it sounds like we're in good hands. Uh, Bill, how about you?
3: Uh, I have a similar background, but mine's mostly in uh, code enforcement. Um, I started out with uh, 12 years in hospital facilities, then I moved into inspections. Okay. okay. I've been in inspections now for about 20 years and uh, in about three or four different localities.
0: So quite a few years of experience combined between you two gentlemen, we're very fortunate. Tell us just a little bit about Building Safety Month and why it's so important.
2: So if I may start, Gwyn, I would just like to go, what is the building code? Mm -hmm. The building code is a state law. Its purpose is to protect the health, safety, and welfare of the residents of the Commonwealth of Virginia. Again, its purpose is health, safety, welfare, energy conservation, water conservation, including provisions for overcrowding to create barrier-free buildings and structures for a physically handicapped and aged population. Okay. The importance of Building Safety Month awareness is just that, to let citizens know we do have state law that regulates the construction of our structures. Uh It's not only for the house that you live in, but it's for the movie theater you visit. Uh It's for the schools, for church, for the hospital. So it's a safety factor for construction being built to accommodate uh, citizens in a safe healthy
0: manner. And I I understand too that um, if any citizen or or builder has any, um, you know, question or or needs, you know, somebody to come out and help, uh, your office is more than willing to come out and consult. Um, Is that correct?
2: That's correct. Uh, A good portion of our county is in the flood zone and uh, flood requirements, FEMA requirements can be uh, complicated at times. And Gloucester County uh, voluntarily joined the community rating system, which gives our citizens a discount on their flood insurance.
0: You all are out in the field all, all the time. What, what would you say are the top building safety issues, um, that you've seen take place around here.
2: One thing uh, that I noted is uh, failure to obtain a building permit. If a project is done without a building permit, um, we didn't give opportunity for us to speak into the project, how they could better meet building codes and the requirements for safety.
0: A little bit earlier on, you know, we were talking about how Building safety, uh, you know, is not just about the building structure itself, but you know, water safety also uh, applies. How do our building practices directly impact the quality of our, our drinking water?
3: Okay, basically, what we're dealing with is part of our responsibilities here in the uh, in the building department is to comply with health department regulations. Mm -hmm. And the health department, you know, that makes sure that wells are uh, appropriately installed and uh, septic systems are appropriately installed or connections to sewer are done properly. Now, that's uh, what's real important is how we are protecting the environment by making sure that uh, it isn't degraded by uh, improper uh, connections to sewer and and water systems. One thing I'd like to bring up under uh, uh, where we're having a lot of issues with, uh, particularly this time of the year, is our good old swimming pools. Mm, Exactly. That is a a major safety topic that we need to, that we are constantly and vigilantly uh, after. Too many times uh, the swimming pool is sold and installed before we're even aware of the fact that it uh, that it's in there and there are requirements for safety barriers and protections around the pool not only for the general public but for your own family and children
0: absolutely and you know all of this is extremely you know important information and and i think it's important to note that in april the gloucester county board of supervisors uh adopted a resolution committing uh the month of may to building safety month and our department's going to be working alongside the building inspect, uh, to kind of raise awareness about, um, safety related issues. You know, we just invite you to tune in, uh, to our social media and to our website as we bring you some important information regarding building safety month. And again, gentlemen, I really appreciate your, your, um, information you provided today. And, uh, uh, I know that you all are open and, and willing to help anybody who has a concern or a problem and um, we'll include your contact information uh, in the description of this podcast. Thank
3: you, Quinn. Thank you. Bye.
0: Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us. The information discussed in this month's episode can be found in the podcast description below. Join us next month as we meet with Sheriff Darrell Warren and discuss some notable cases, trends, and history of the Gloucester Sheriff's Department.